0: I'm Mo Amir, a basic bro podcaster who loves yoga, kombucha, politics, and stand-up comedy.
1: And I'm Megan Edwards, a radio announcer, author, and entertainment reporter who has a strong opinion about, well, about almost everything.
0: We connected after both appearing on a reality TV dating show where neither of our dates worked out because, well... Let's
1: be honest. We didn't have our shit together.
0: But here we are, offering you life lessons that we learned the hard way. This is...
1: Get your shit together with Megan Edwards and Mo Amir. Two people who do not have their shit together.
0: My name is Mo Amir. And I'm Megan Edwards. And we're going to go back to the well, back to the wheelhouse. Yeah. Dating and relationships. Oh, God. Our go. forte. Yeah. Of course, you are a published author in the field. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have lots of real world experience in this well. As you well. did First Dates
1: Canada, <laughs> so you have, you know, you know, experience with dating. I've been around, yeah, you know. you know.
0: And so we're going to talk about one really interesting phenomenon, Mm -hmm. which you brought to me. Yes. But you didn't even know the word for it. So before I define this phenomenon, before I tell everyone the word for it, Mm -hmm. how about you define it?
1: So basically it means your second last love. Mm -hmm. That's the definition of it. Right. And the word is?
0: Penultimore.
1: Penultimore. Yeah. I did not call it that.
0: So I came across this term penultimore like 10 years ago. Oh. And it's what we would call a portmanteau, which means it's a blend of two words. Uh-huh. Penultimate <laughs> yeah. means second last. Okay. And more means love or lover. Right. And so it's that idea of like <laughs> you are someone's second last love before they meet the love of their life and get yes. married and move on. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's an interesting thing because I remember 10 years ago, or not even 10 years ago, earlier than that, I felt like I was the penultimate for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Cause I would then find out that like after me, they met The Love a, of the life, A great guy. Mm-hmm. And then they got married. Uh-huh. And then you brought this up recently.
1: Yeah. Well, I I see. I didn't know that word existed. I called it I feel like I'm good luck chuck because there's a movie with um Oh, my God. I can't remember his name. He's a comedian. Um, And he basically— Dane Cook? Dane Cook. Yes, Dane Cook. Um, He dates girls, and then as soon as they break up with him, they get married. So all these girls figure this out, that he's good luck Chuck, so then they just want (laughs) to date him, and then they know they'll find the love of their life. So I didn't know that Penultimore was a name or a thing. Mm -hmm. I just said to you, Mo, I am like good luck Chuck, the female version of good luck Chuck. Yeah. 100%.
0: So are you like on a streak right now or what's going on? Or just like, this has happened a bunch of times. This has
1: happened a bunch of times. And most of the exes I have after me, they have gone and gotten married to the next person that right they- Right after you. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of them, but most of them.
0: Like more than 50%? Um.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd say so. What? Yeah. There's something wrong. I mean there's definitely something wrong with me. I know that already, but <laughs> Um
0: it's like So when did it hit you that this was happening
1: to you? Okay, so this really hit me last week when I found out that the the guy I just broke up with in January mm-hmm. had a girlfriend. And I know has a girlfriend. Now. Has has a girlfriend Not now. Not like he
0: had one no, currently. No, no, no. Yeah, you.
1: sorry. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> no, he has a girlfriend now. And a lot of people will be like, "Yeah, so what?" But This is why it's weird. When I first started dating him, he hadn't been in a relationship for two years. He was Mm. still really healing from his divorce. He was very, like, didn't really want to stay overnight at my house, was kind of, like, tiptoeing around the idea of being called Mm. boyfriend-girlfriend. Took him a long time to introduce me to his parents. Didn't really say I love you for a long time. It was just very, very slow. And... Um, he said like, yeah, I don't, I don't really date right now. So then fast forward a year, we break up and like a month later, he starts dating somebody else, month or two, I guess. And so I'm like, what the hell? And doing things, and of course, I'm just seeing this on Instagram. So I know mm-hmm. not everything's accurate, but doing things that I had to like really talk to him about doing, like buying her flowers, um, taking her dog for a walk, posting things about her on Instagram. Like, I had to ask him to, you know, make my bed. You don't have bed. a dog.
0: You don't have a dog.
1: You know what? <laughs> well, that's not the point.
2: <laughs> but
1: no, I had to enough. ask him to yes. do the little things. Always yeah. like, could you please make the bed sometimes? Like, you mm. know, if you use the dishes, can you, like, wash them? Like, little things like that. And it just— But how do you
0: know he's washing dishes?
1: I don't know. I'm just saying he's doing the little things, like the walking of the dog. He's
0: posting that on Instagram.
1: Yes, he posted that,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: And so, for me, it— I was like, I have— I really spent um, the year really working on anything I thought that was was going wrong with the relationship and really working hard to try and, like— Figure it out with him. Mm-hmm. And and then once I was like, you know what? I, I can't do this anymore. It's not really going the way I want it to. Then he's like, boom. With someone else doing the things, I assume at least, that um, took a long time for him to do with me.
0: So you think or you would have expected him to be perhaps as slow or as guarded with the next person as he was with you yeah. originally? I, that's
1: what I thought would happen, definitely. Yeah it kind of feels to me that i okay i'm have a sheet of paper hold on um i went to therapy the other day oh okay which is good because i was yeah. about i was ready to to come here and tear a strip off of him oh. on the on the podcast but i'm glad that i went to therapy to talk it out first okay good so i said to my therapist like i feel like this has happened a lot like i get into relationships i really work hard at them You know, because I am so – I'm always thinking, like, why do I do certain things? Why do I have this behavior? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I do it as well in my relationships, and I feel like I work really hard. And then they don't work out. And then the guy marries the next girl he sees, Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically. Sure. So we talked um, about when I was a kid. I kind of felt like I had to, like, hold my family together and adapt to people's moods. Mm. So I was always – I always felt like I had to, like, regulate – People's moods, people's tempers, people's whatever. And I've carried that into my relationship and I almost re- feel responsible to regulate and fix them. It's not like I'm going out there consciously looking for guys to fix. That's not what I'm doing. Okay. But I'm going and. But you are. But I have been, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Working really hard to fix them. Cause a lot of men, when we break, when we've broken up, they've been like, you know what? Thank you so much. You've really helped me become more um, like emotional and know more about my, you know, what I'm thinking and my thoughts and my moods. They Mm. always say thank you to me. I'm like, really? Sorry. I know that you, (laughs) I'm like, really? (laughs) Okay. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. That's fascinating. I don't mind. and, And I'm, and I completely understand your position and your frustration. When you talk about the, the little things, mm. and I've told my girlfriend this as well. I'm like, you have to tell me to do some of these little things. Totally. Because I might not know, right? I might not know how you like the dishes done or if mm-hmm. you know they go in the dishwasher or you wash them or you'll take care of them. 100%. And so I'm very keen on just transparency and just setting expectations, especially when it comes to like the little things for around the house and living in the house together, right? Not that we live together, but that's, I think that builds up to that. Yeah. You feel like you're completely transforming guys. It sounds like.
1: Yeah. I think I am in a lot of ways. I I think a lot of men, not every man doesn't really know how to be vulnerable or, um, show Mm. a lot of emotion and doesn't really know how to communicate. Um, Growing up, if there was something that we're fighting about, me, my mom, my dad, my sister, whatever, my mom would make us go into the living room, sit together and talk about it. We Mm -hmm. had to talk about it, how we felt, why this happened, how we're going to sort it out. So that's what I'm used to. I know that a lot of families are not like that. And a lot of men especially are not like that. So, and I'm, again, I'm not saying every man.
0: Have you ever met a guy who is relatively vulnerable and open
1: yeah to an extent for sure, I just feel like, um, I've encouraged it to come out more. Mm. I've been like, yes, let's yeah, let's keep doing that, you know, because I think it is so important, yeah, um I, th- I think all of my boyfriends have been willing to work on it, yeah, that's a good thing, most of them,
0: yeah, there's a couple things here, because, like I said, I've been there where I was seeing like, oh, all these girls that I dated. Ended up seeing a new guy and mm-hmm. then marrying that new guy. <laughs> and so there's a couple things. I think the first is I think it's good because you're probably looking for something serious and you're dating serious people, mm-hmm. right? So it's you're dating people who probably are not wasting their time and they are probably giving things a fair shot if mm-hmm. suddenly they go into a serious relationship right afterwards, right? Like at least you're dating people in that mindset of That's looking for something serious. The second thing is we really are that first generation to follow our exes on social media. Mm -hmm. And, again, we read into a lot of what they post. And, and, you know, you could probably have a decent guess of, like, how their life's like if they're posting a lot.
1: I would like to say just to that. I don't look at my exes until I'm fully feeling over it. I don't look at their stuff. I was, this is brought to my attention by a (laughs) friend.
0: Fuck that friend. They sound terrible. (laughs) No. And I I wouldn't judge you if you did because it's what people do. Oh, I'm a
1: huge stalker, but I don't (laughs) do that. When I'm still healing from something, I don't, I will not look at your stuff.
0: Regardless, we have access to that anyway. Totally. Yeah. Right. So you, if you're ready or not ready, you can still creep on your exes yeah. and keep a tab of things that you wouldn't have in an earlier generation. You mm-hmm. wouldn't know what they're up to.
1: In 1942. Right. No. <laughs> Probably in the war or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. Probably fighting that <laughs> war. <laughs> And we can we can see that, and again we see their highlights because no one really posts their lowlights online. Totally. So we have this image of like, oh wow, they're doing, they're thriving post me, mm-hmm. which which can be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not trying to rationalize or silver linings an explanation for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that it sucks. It is going to happen to most people, mm-hmm. and. It's going to happen to you. Like you're going to be, hold on. Someone is going to be your penultimore? Yes. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> because you're yes. the penultimate right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. So someone is going to be your
0: penultimate, <laughs> The second last person you right. date before you.
1: I'm hoping it was season. him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could be each other's penultimate. Yeah. Yay. Be
1: so connection.
0: <laughs> because unless you like meet, marry, and are with the first person you ever date, everyone has a Ultimore, right?
1: Totally. It just feels like that's happening a lot
0: (laughs) to me. Why do you feel bad about it?
1: Because I feel like, you know, I know I wasn't meant to be with these people, obviously. Mm -hmm. If I was, we would have been together but it feels like I put a lot of work into relationships to really try and make them last and succeed. I work really hard on them. And then it feels like all the hard work I've done and someone else reaps the benefits. Mm. Um, and that's why it it hurts my feelings. It I, I felt like, I know I disguise a lot of things as being angry, but I was hurt. Mm-hmm. I was really hurt when I saw that he was dating somebody else. And yeah, it's just like, really, I put so much work in and now it seems – could be wrong, but it seems that, you know, she's reaping all the benefits of everything I did. Yeah. Like, my boyfriend's amazing. He bought me flowers. I'm like, really, bitch? <laughs> he,
0: yeah. I bought you flowers. <laughs> I, yeah. He yeah. didn't buy you shit. Yeah. I bought you yeah. that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I understand what you're saying. <clears throat> and that's why it is frustrating because you feel – yeah. And I think that's how I felt too is like, ah – I was doing all these great things yeah. and I didn't You've work worked out so here. hard yeah. and
1: it's like, well, why couldn't that have been me like why did I have to why did it have to go that way yeah it's frustrating especially being almost thirty five and having it still happen like that i'm I'm really in no crazy rush to get married I don't really want to have kids or anything mm-hmm. I would like to get married I really would
0: mm-hmm.
1: so sometimes it's like oh, okay really okay cool next
0: okay so I have this pitch for you, and I'll tell you a personal story as well. Okay. <laughs> so I think in spiritual terms, being the penultimore is actually being a very important person in someone's life. Hmm. I feel like we're all in this journey together. We all learn from each other. We all learn about ourselves from each other. And I think being someone's penultimore is, is kind of special. So here's my lesson, I guess. Mm-hmm probably my most serious ex, I would say, texted me the day before she got married. Right. Now, I had no idea that she was getting married. She's on social media, but doesn't post a ton.
2: Yeah.
0: I knew she was in a relationship and it was serious, but, you know, we had both kind of moved on from that relationship and it was friendly. Like, you know, didn't hang out, didn't really chat, but no drama, I guess, or right. no animosity between us. And so she texted me the day before uh, she got married, and I dug it up in my phone. I had to scroll through some stuff because I had to find it. Yeah. And I want to read it. And so I just want to explain. So her and her now husband, they went to Hawaii by themselves to get married. Okay. And as I said, I had no idea that she was in Hawaii. I had no idea she was getting married. So she sent me this text, and I'm going to dig it up. Right now. This is juicy. I love when people (laughs) show me their (laughs) (laughs) checks. I took a screenshot of it so I could get to it right away. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm watching the sun go down in Maui and counting all the blessings I've experienced in my life. I just wanted to remind you that you were one of them. Tomorrow, I will be getting married, and I'm feeling overwhelmed with gratitude at the road that brought me here. Thanks for being a part of it. Wow. Wow. I'm kind of getting emotional just reading that. I know. I feel it. Because it was it was sweet to be acknowledged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't expect that from anyone. I don't think anyone should expect that from anyone else. But mm-hmm. reading that, and I would have felt this way either way, but I just, you know, I wish her the best, happiest life, <sighs> even more so. Like, I don't, yeah. I think if I had found out through social media, let's say I had found there would be a part of me that would feel kind of weird or bitter or like, mm-hmm. I'm still single, right? Mm-hmm. I would kind of have that weirdness. Yeah. And again, not that she owed me that or people should expect that, but I think because she went out of her way to send me that, there was none of that. And I felt, I did feel special in mm-hmm. a in a weird way that she would, the day before, she's clearly reflecting on a lot in terms of what's, what's happened right. in her life. And to go out of her way to express that, I thought was... Was really cool.
1: Really not like that's amazing. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I, to be fair, I did, um, cause I reached out to him when I heard about this because I was hurt and I was like, really, like, kind of just like, wow, I had to take you to therapy to, you know, do these things. And, um, I wasn't rude. Like, a few years ago, I would have been really mean, but I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then he didn't write back for a week, actually. Mm-hmm. And he wrote back and and said some, not like that, but said, like, you know, um, it was really sad, us breaking up, and, you know, you really transformed – this last year was a year of transformation you helped with that that sort of thing I that was nice of him to do I'm not really mm-hmm. at the place yet where I'm like okay cool I'm done I'm over it like good, I'm good I'm happy but I thought that was nice of him to do
0: didn't it feel nice to read that and feel acknowledged in that capacity because that sounded like one of your biggest complaints that you would yeah. put in all this work
1: it did and now I'm that still he's like, pissed, though. <laughs> no and that's
0: fine I'm not taking that away from you I'm just saying but in that moment, like, he was acknowledging everything that you're saying.
1: Yeah, you know, it did. It did feel nice. I think once I get um, over the anger, I'll feel even better about it, and I'll be able to be not as bitter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And you know what? I had a friend say to me recently, aren't you glad, though, that they're not thinking, wow, (laughs) that was a toxic relationship with Megan. I'm glad I can be done with that. It's better that they're thinking, kind of like what you said, it's better that they're like, I left that relationship with Megan with a lot of tools and a lot of great memories and things I learned to be mm-hmm. a better person. So that is true. It's just our egos are really delicate <laughs> sometimes.
0: <laughs> For sure. And and that's why I'm saying I can appreciate your frustration, your anger, and your hurt, absolutely. Yeah. Also keep in mind that it's you're still someone special in that person's life.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. if it
0: was really toxic, they probably wouldn't want to – date at all, they would. That's true. You know what I mean? Like-
1: well, that's the thing. And I think maybe that's why he didn't date for two years. His, yeah. his marriage was not good. Yeah. So I guess I can take that as a compliment for sure. <laughs> um, I And I do, after talking to my therapist, I really realized that I need to not be so concerned about fixing somebody and their mm. shit. That's not my responsibility. I don't need to regulate Them. I don't need to fix them. It's, it's, they can do that on their own. So I've learned that about myself. Didn't really realize, as stupid as it sounds, I didn't really realize I was doing that.
0: That doesn't sound stupid. I think 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 people do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been
0: a lesson, Mo. Absolutely. It's been a lesson. (laughs) So, so Penn Baltimore, I don't think it's that bad of a thing. I think it's actually quite endearing. I can understand the frustration, especially if you're trying to find something serious. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, it's important and everyone yeah. has one. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool role when you when you think about it, especially if you've made that positive impact in someone's life because we're all just walking each other home. <laughs> That's what this life is. We're all just walking each other home.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yes, we are. We're just walking each other home.
0: Megan, this was so heartfelt and so much fun. Yes. Thank it you was. for sharing. Thanks for the chat. Of course. And in case you forgot, I am Mo Amir.
1: And I'm Megan Edwards.
0: And you can take it from us. You can learn the hard way.
1: Or you can get your shit together.